0: bring the bee. B. She been it it like she get to me. She sounds something like a wave she brought doing the heat. Southern girls do it better, you take the feet. Setting up
1: a pones you take a seat. Was it for me. Was it for me. Hello Good and welcome me. to episode 102 of Black Girl Squee, the podcast where we celebrate black femme genius with a squee! Co host Dee Dee, I go by Dust Daughter,
0: and I am also co host I am Inda, I go by Inda's Corner.
1: Oh. And together, you can find us at Black Girl Squee on Twitter, on Tumblr, and you can email us at blackgirlsquee at gmail.com. You can find the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Play please rate and review, and uh, all all of our episodes are up at blackgirlsquee.simplecast.com. Just to let you know, in case this is your first time listening to this show, welcome. Also, we have a spoiler policy in that we spoil shit. Sorry, not sorry. We're probably going to spoil the Oscars. Because we know most of y'all didn't watch. Neither did Yay. we. <laughs> um, we also squee really loud. It's in the name. We cuss a lot. That's not in the name. We do it anyway. Um, we used to talk about dick. Um, we don't anymore. Um, for, you know, for for a while. Uh, we put that on hiatus. Um we are not sorry. Um, like I said, this week in our print is on hiatus for a while because cishet men are not trustworthy. They mm-hmm. keep letting us down. So uh, stop I'm gonna stop highlighting them <laughs> for a while. <laughs> until they till they get some act right. So with that we will move on to our squee-worthy news. Linda, want to start us off?
0: Okay, so first up, the uh, Washington Post has a profile of uh, the DC Circuit Judge candidate, Ketanji Brown Jackson. I hope I said her name correctly. Um, she is actually President Biden's pick to replace Mary Garland on the DC Circuit Court, and people who are confirmed for this court usually move on to the Supreme Court, so uh brown jackson she was born in dc studied law at harvard so oh she's in our home turf mm-hmm. in 2010 brown jackson helps make sure that federal sentencing penalties for drug-related offenses were reduced and that this applied retroactively
1: good yeah
0: Tanji brown jackson says sometimes i go there and i reflect on the moment momentousness of my duties and the fact that I've had an opportunity that my grandparents will not have been able to even fathom. So congratulations to her. And we'll see where this goes because the Supreme court right now packed very unevenly. Yeah. Um, to conservative leaning 63. Yeah. So they got two thirds majority there. And
1: Gross.
0: we can see with, everything that's happening right now why that is a very 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 bad and dangerous idea
1: that's why um there's a movement going on to expand the court to 13 judges so that we can balance this out a little more because this is ridiculous and a lot of harmful precedents are being set and legislation being approved because of this this imbalance in the court mm-hmm.
0: I would also so, uh, like do actually go ahead and do an age limit or a term limit because mm-hmm. this lifetime appointment thing does not work the way you think it does.
1: It don't. It don't. <clears throat> it do not. Um,
0: but <laughs> so yeah. for Katanji Brown Jackson, we give a
1: big. From NBC News, we meet one black woman advocating for greater disability visibility, and that woman is Andrea Levant, who is the founder and president of Levant Consulting, which is a social impact firm in Arizona that helps brands speak about disability with confidence. Uh, Levant lives with spinal muscular atrophy, or SMA for short, which affects Mm -hmm. the central nervous system. Uh, She wants to reframe the way people with disabilities view themselves and how society views them as an impact producer for the documentary Crip Camp, which uh, you can see on Netflix. And I think it was nominated for an Oscar.
0: It was. They they were on the red carpet and they looked great.
1: Mm -hmm. I think it lost to the documentary about octopi, octopuses.
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Great stuff. Good job, Oscars. Um, (laughs) The documentary is about a New York summer camp for people with disabilities and the attendees' roles as leaders in... The disability rights movement. Um, There's a quote from Andrea Levant where she says, we have a lot of work to do as a society in terms of representation. I've always placed myself in the mainstream and my goal is to infiltrate spaces that those with disabilities have never been before. Her campaign has hosted virtual screenings of the documentary and workshops and started an emergency relief fund. Um, Levant says, quote, it's not about pity. We don't need your pity. What we need is your commitment to help build a better world, end quote. So to Andrea Levant, we give it a big,
0: okay, all right. So, so something near and dear to my heart for those of you who like to settle down with a good book. Uh, "Why So Matters" by Stephanie Phillips is uh, now available. Uh, Stephanie Phillips is a musician. She is the founder of the uh, rock, uh, punk rock band. Big Joni. If you've never listened to them, you can find their work at Bandcamp, and I would uh, recommend that you do. Uh, when she told people about her book project, she was often questioned why Solange was the subject and not her older sister. And uh, you know, let me not get into that.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's let's not do that. But um, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But but it 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 explains the title of the book, I guess. Yeah. Why yeah. Solange matters.
0: Yeah. So um, the book follows uh, Solange's career trajectory from her first album, Solo Star, which uh, Stephanie's argues that um, should have been given similar attention to Kate Bush's and Billie Eilish's first releases received to her most recent When I Get Home, which I I like that just as much as The Seat at the Table. And also, if you've never watched that short film that accompanies that, go get your life, please. anyway some fans were disappointed by solange's follow-up to a seat at the table but phillips asserts that shit thought i sorry sorry phillips asserts that what makes solange great is the fact that she follows her own muse thank you Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so uh stephanie phillips says quote solange truly is the embodiment of black girl freedom that black women spend a lifetime striving to achieve To watch Solange is to see a version of unapologetic Blackness many Black people aspire to, one that doesn't subscribe to previous notions of what it means to be Black, one aware of self-preservation, one that doesn't give a fuck about what Becky in the back thinks Black people should do, end quote.
1: Or John Caramonica from the New York Times. Fuck him forever.
0: Um. (laughs) But, um, yeah, if you want to read more about uh, this... um, in this interview, this profile here, you can find that on the current. And so, it's a familiar name quoted. Oh, hi, show This profile,
1: I told you that before the show.
0: I know. They- but uh- no, please read the profile and you'll see who this familiar name is. <laughs> I love you. I
1: don't like you. <laughs>
0: Well, i'm not the one i'm not the one who might be quoted in a book about solange
1: god damn it <laughs> but anyway, the, book is,
0: <laughs> me. the book is available now and um excuse me i know it's available in the uk um Trying to think, has it been released here in the US? Yeah, I
1: think but, it has. Yeah. Okay. It's good. available on that evil website.
0: Yeah. From the trillionaire.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But if you um have an indie bookstore that you like to, you know, order from them or make them because if you request it, if they can get it in stock, you know, they'll do a special order. So do it that way if you if you like. So to Stephanie Phillips, to Solange. We give a big squeeze, and but I just and have what? to say, uh, wait, 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 wait! Oh, I just God. have to say, no, I'm glad they mentioned Kate Bush there because she is always the person I think of. Like, she got her record deal when she was 16, mm-hmm. but they did her record company did not make her do anything for like a couple of years. They gave her money to grow on so she could like continue to develop and. Take dance lessons and stuff like that, hmm. and just let her hone her craft. Mm-hmm. And who develops artists
1: like that anymore? Nobody. Mm. Not so, a motherfucking yeah. anybody. no.
0: So <laughs> try to develop herself. So yeah, get on there.
1: And also shout out to Tina Lawson for making both of her daughters go to therapy. Mm. So that's mm. why. That's why. That's why. To this day. Solange's biggest fan is her older sister. Because mm-hmm. as soon as Tina saw, okay, one of these girls is about to become this mega superstar. And one of these girls is still, you know, you know, working to find her way. Because they're five years apart mm-hmm. in age. So she, she put them in therapy and they're best friends to this day. Y'all already know what Solange will do To ride for her sister (laughs) oh yeah hell yeah she don't give a fuck no if somebody if anybody he they could be married to her sister she don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. if you're doing her dirty she's the first one in line to tell you about it so so shout out to tina lawson (laughs) that's 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 some good ass parenting Mm -hmm. so um yeah <laughs> so from one uh,
0: excuse me sorry
1: one at uh, one musician to several musicians with new music out we're gonna go to in this corner and the uh, what's going on with music right now
0: okay well over the weekend had a really had a, had a good couple of um album releases I didn't actually see the live stream. I didn't realize that it was doing a live stream, but I saw her live tweeting it. Lettucey released her album, Live at the Troubadour. And holy smoke, it is good. It is so
1: good. I mean, lettucey. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The woman can sing down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. Yeah, y'all, y'all been sleeping on her for too long. Yeah,
0: but um, yeah, um, I actually caught up with it the next day and listened to it. I'm like, oh yeah, because I'm like, she must be singing to an empty room. But you would not know this.
1: It don't matter. Don't just let it you know. see. Yep.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that, that that's so good. That's so good. Um, another album we got um over the weekend. Don Richard released Second Line, and that's um, it's I think actually for a while now because I I know the um, one before it, you know, inspired by New Orleans, you know, that type of vibe with that here, and you know, Don Richard, she does um, like the basis of her stuff is electronica,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you know, she mixes all this stuff with it. And I listened to a second line um, yeah, just yesterday, actually. It's really good as well. She's one of those, you, you're going to have to reckon with her as a creative force. Because, I mean, didn't she come from like uh, Danny Kane? Yeah. I didn't know that when I first started listening to her. But uh, yeah, she has moved beyond that. And, way beyond. Yeah. And she, the way she is developing... It's just, wow. I mean, another one of these, you know, Black women and girls who's just doing, you know, her own thing and um, doing it in her her way. And so she actually comes up with some really good stuff, really unique stuff, because after a while, you get to a point, you can kind of listen and tell it's her. You can kind of get her style if you just listen to her for a while. Uh, there's another album, uh, Rochelle Jordan, Play with the Changes. I have to admit, I have not listened to this one yet, though.
1: But. It's it's electronica too.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It kind of reminds yeah. me a little bit of Kaleela, Don't kill me, but ah, it just reminds it, no, it's the same kind of vibe. It's for me. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But nobody's Kalela. Kaleela is Kaleela No, that's All true.
0: That's I true. Know. But it's like still, you, we do have. I am seeing, I'm glad, you know, seeing more, you know, Black women and girls and, you know, Don Richard, you know, you have here Rochelle Jordan and um Spelling, who I also really like, you know. And she, but her album isn't due yet. I think her album is due in June. So we'll talk about it then. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also Lion Babe has graced us with a new single, Frida Kahlo. Kind of a short but short but sweet song, you know, upbeat and all you know. Some make you dance which is lion babe is good good at so yeah yeah so um yeah there's um it seems like there was some more happening but can't really remember Did i no i think i went through all of that stuff last time
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yes we had a long list last time <laughs> i remember because i typed it <laughs> <laughs> she Enda was just going off just blah 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 this this, this and this this this, this, and this. Like, good,
0: we had some good stuff coming up from the beginning of the year so you know <laughs> all right I mean, that's that's the one thing I mean you know still we have been doing um Bandcamp Fridays I don't know if we'll I don't know if they're still doing it because I thought they were only doing it for 4 months this year and then they weren't going to but still you know, if you wanna, you know, support these artists, a lot of them who are on Bandcamp, go buy their stuff on Bandcamp. Because that's an indie outlet. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have to go to one of the big, you know, big places run by billionaires, try going to Bandcamp because they actually showed up
1: for artists mm-hmm. when they needed it. And you know. Yeah, and Spotify's doing this feature where they're linking to people's cash apps like if you go to Yazara's uh page in Spotify you can go to her Cash app and just just be like boom here's however much really like yep. the album
0: boom yep check okay. out the ceremony
1: yes. yazara
0: <laughs> yeah so those are you know some of the goings on in in music right now Um Sure there's much more and you know we'll try to you know let you know about that. So but yeah, check them out and support support you music artists.
1: And listen to archived episodes of the Black Swan Collective on Mixcloud.com slash Indoloren. That's mixcloud slash I N D A L A U R Y N. All right, so now it's time for catch the Fade. This is (laughs) going to be long. (laughs) Just bear with us. All right. Um, I didn't think we were going to have this segment because I couldn't think of nothing, but then I remembered. Mm -hmm. Um, Black people were made out to be the face of vaccine hesitancy. You can't see, but I'm doing the air quotes and I'm really annoyed doing them. But, Mm -hmm. um, and and they still are to this day in a lot of spaces on Twitter and people's podcasts. Um, But it turns out um, we're not, we should not be the face of it. Um, What's keeping us from the vaccine is lack of access in our communities and people who are not in our community skipping the line but um, we're not going there Um, so uh, and um, this is I was listening to a podcast the other day who was who was (coughs) remarking about how a lot of people are skipping out on the second shot Mm Hmm. And people just assume those folks are black. And they just assume that it's because oh we we don't want it, we just think we think we're good with with one dose or whatever. And they use that to just as a springboard to just chastise and scold black people. For like twenty minutes or more, I don't know. I, I fast forwarded a lot of it, but it was a long ass time that they were talking out of their ass about black people. It, it this isn't this is not us. We're not the ones making fa- fake vaccine cards, people.
0: Mm. Paying for fake vaccine cards. When the vaccine is actually free.
1: We're not doing that. Keep that energy. For the people who are actually doing this bullshit. And stop. And stop talking to black and brown communities. Like we're. Like we're not intelligent. I really. Really. Really hate that. Um. I also hate how we as a country just ignored and skipped over a huge conversation that needs to be had about medical racism. It's not just Tuskegee. It's not just Henrietta Lacks. Mm-hmm. It's not just um the millions of of women um enslaved women who were who were tortured and experimented on to create the science of gynecology
0: mm-hmm.
1: It's about women who it it's about people pregnant people who go into hospitals to give birth and never leave them alive about so much it's about going to the doctor for a checkup and being discriminated against or being getting all this bullshit about bmi it's about so much stuff that that people of color have to go through when they go to the doctor but y'all y'all didn't want to do that y'all just wanted to say you're goofy if you don't get the vaccine <laughs> Just like if you have any, it's, it's almost like the voting thing, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good comparison, but y'all, y'all rammed it down our throats that we have to vote, 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 and voting's going to solve everything. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. We're still getting shot out here. We're still getting killed out here. (laughs) Um... And Biden is walking around saying that America is not a racist country. So voting didn't voting didn't change that. But um, I'm t- I'm on a tangent. Anyway, um, we need. It seems like information, as much information as we can get, um, would dispel a lot of vaccine hesitancy and that's another thing there's a lot of misinformation out there
0: Mm
1: -hmm. or a lot of information that doesn't get out like we're just now finding out about how you know the problems that certain vaccines have for people with periods you know we're just learning You know the side effects of the second dose of the Pfizer vaccine, and that's and that's only happening through word of mouth. Like if you may see a post on Tumblr or you may see um, somebody tweet about it or something like that. This is not something you're going to hear on NPR, and we should. Like Inda was telling me, like after after the second dose, it would be good to you know stock up on some. Some supplies like Pedialyte or Gatorade, or have some soup, something, some food that's easy to fix when you're hungry. Cause the second dose of Pfizer tends to lay folks out. Like I, unfortunately, I listen to a lot of NPR, and mm. I'm not hearing that shit on there. Mm. And I should. it shouldn't be just word of mouth, cause everybody's not gonna get the word of mouth. Everybody ain't on Twitter. Everybody ain't on Tumblr. So people, you know, people people everybody needs this these kind, this kind of information. That was yeah, that was all over the place, but <laughs> it it just makes me mad. I hate it when I hate hearing black folks talk down to black folks.
0: It's also it's easier um,
1: to ignore it when white folks do it, but when black folks do it, I'm like, "Damn, yeah. they got you too?" Mm.
0: Yeah. And it's also, I I kind of feel like I need to say, I'm kind of lucky that I got my appointment when I did. Because, I mean, when I, from my state, you know, announced that, okay, that, you know, I was going to be qualified to be, you know, in the, you know, next, you know, vaccine, you know, rollout, I could not find an appointment anywhere. I signed up everywhere Mm -hmm. to get an appointment. And finally, you know, is it word of mouth? Somebody showed me a site, like, okay, you can go here and it was like night and so I'm on this site and there were like no appointments near me within hundreds of miles and I just kept refreshing every once in a while. Went back after midnight, finally found one very close to me, like at um we have a, a hive here. Finally found a V here, and the V is like um maybe three miles away from me. So What's found that Javi is a grocery store. Okay. It's a big, big grocery store. They have a pharmacy there. Mm-hmm. So I got my appointment at the Javi, you know, for like, I think I might've signed up for like maybe Tuesday, Wednesday. And I had an appointment for that Sunday, my first shot. And so I was lucky <laughs> to get that appointment because Even when you, you know, you sign up with, you know, your, your state or, you know, your whatever um, medical system, Mm -hmm. they are not in any hurry (laughs) to get you, you know, your appointment. Like, I mean, I had, I had already had my first shot down when they finally got back to me, like, okay, you qualified now. I'm like, fuck you. I got my first shot now, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And so, yeah, I mean, that's the, 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 the thing. I mean, I can kind of understand, you know, with the history of medical racism and the still current reality of medical racism, why you would be, you know, hesitant to, you know, think. But the, remember this. Who were the first people to die in this country from COVID? From COVID. Who, who died the people first?
1: Who were dying the most still?
0: And then as soon as that vaccine came out, who jumped line to go get theirs?
1: What? Talk about it. Talk about it.
0: Listen, I will. Who was, I will be who the was
1: faking f- to be people pretending to be elderly so they could they could cut ahead of people? People in Florida. <laughs> God damn it, Florida again. People in Florida. They were there were thirty somethings pretending they were um, senior citizens to try to get the vaccine.
0: And that shit like that just enrages me
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's the shit that enrages me
1: you and so, and we really need to talk about the lack of excess and this shitty rollout yes and also i mean
0: for the people when you can get your vaccine especially people who you know we called essential yes. until <laughs> until it came time to take care of them They really need to have some time off after that second shot. Mm -hmm. Because I can tell you, I've had my second shot now. And I can tell you from experience, the day after that, you need a day. You just need that day. But from what I hear about actually catching COVID, which I may or may not have, I'm not sure, but it's not worse than that. Okay? It, it feels awful. Okay? It does not feel good. But it's better than being intubated for 12 days. Or dying. Yeah.
1: Let's not forget, one of the side effects of COVID is death.
0: Yeah. It really is.
1: Not with the vaccine.
0: Yeah. So, look, if you are able... You can please find your appointment, get your shot. If you got a shitty ass job that for some reason decide that, you know, oh, you don't need any time. We're not going to give you time. I mean, you know, just have one of those mysterious jobs that just mysteriously need to burn down. I mean, you know, you know.
1: Okay, okay, the views of Indolore are not always
0: (laughs) I'm just saying if your job is seriously burned down because they don't want you to take some time off so you can, you know, not catch a horrible respiratory disease and die. I'm just saying.
1: Oh God. (laughs) What are you getting into? There's no (laughs) (laughs) enda don't be saying this stuff in pre-production i promise (laughs) you be saving it for the show
0: but no that just it's just it's it's just making me mad because i know how i felt the day after and i'm like now somebody who has to be on their feet all day you know dealing with people you know with a a public facing job they don't need to be at work the day after they get that shot right they really don't okay
1: so what I'm getting from you besides, um, possibly, um, committing arson is <laughs> that if, if you can take some time off after getting yes. that dose, yes. you know, try to, try to, try to schedule it, schedule some time off. Like you would, um, like you, like you schedule the vaccine dose. Um, yeah. just, you got just, a sick just day? yeah, work it, work it out like that, um, because,
0: yeah. But these people, but the jobs, employers should be providing this.
1: Yeah, they Just should. should
0: be providing this.
1: Like They should provide the, the information as well.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Why would you not want your employee to get a vaccine and be healthy? Right.
1: Especially if you, you want that. to eventually drag us back to offices. And which plus, eventually as we they see, want
0: to do. As we see now, which I'm so glad we're seeing now, These people are not going back to these shitty jobs. Not for no minimum wage and all the stress you put them through.
1: And no PPE gear.
0: Exactly. Let people get vaccinated. Let people get healthy. You know, give people time off when they need. Right. Damn. If you can't provide all this, you don't need to be running a business.
1: True. True. But yeah. So, yeah, that was a big fade, but I, I had to get that off my chest. And stop. <laughs> yeah, stop. Instead of scolding people, provide them with some fucking information. You're so fucking smart. Yeah. All that time, you you wanted to make people, you wanted to talk down to people. You could have been providing information instead, and we could have all been smarter. But you just do that to make yourself feel better. It's irritating. Sorry. And y'all can catch the fade. I don't care if you are black. And yes, I unsubscribed from that podcast. Oh. Fuck them. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And uh, I'm going to let you have this one. You got it. Okay. So let's, not, let's not talk too long about that guy.
0: <laughs> I'm not, no, he's my segue. Uh, so what I okay. really want to talk about. All right. Okay. So, as some of you may know, because a lot of you don't and don't really care and I don't blame you, we uh, had our annual Oscars ceremony last Sunday, April 25th. And, um, yeah, it was um, a, a toned down, you know, um ceremony. You know, just only people who needed to be there showed up. You know, people came walk walked the red carpet, but I don't think they stayed and whatever, but whatever. Still. The thing is, some things never change. That award ceremony, that industry cannot get its shit together when it comes to marginalized folks. Mm-mm. First of all, congratulations, to Chloe Zhao. I believe it's her. pronounce her name. Congratulations to her your no, nomad
1: Nomadland.
0: Yes, I am very happy for you. Uh, you know, made history and all the accolades, you know, for that. So, you know, congratulations to you. However, there were a couple of times, a couple of winners who I'm surprised they haven't started just cussing everybody out because these people be waddling. So, First of all. Which
1: people, though? Which people, though? White
0: <coughs> yeah. people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It has to be said. It has to be said. And mostly from the press corps. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly
1: from
0: yeah. the press corps. Because so, they're desperate. They're yeah.
1: desperate to center themselves. Yeah.
0: So, um want to start off. I hope I say her name correctly because that's actually part of the problem. And I'm very sorry if I mispronounce it, but Yon Yuzhong. She won Best Actress in a Supporting Role for Minari. So yay, congratulations, Auntie. However, when she gets up and says her speech, she called out Brad Pitt, <laughs> you know, for um, well, let's just not say not being his. on set,
1: not being yeah, involved.
0: Not being on set, exactly. And all of that. And why did these people in the press start saying, oh, she shot a shot?
1: What? This woman is how old?
0: I think she's in her 70s.
1: Thank you. She's not trying to date Brad Pitt.
0: She was calling him out. Yes. She was chastising him. As a friend was saying to me, that was the same tone she took when she held that up and said to my sons, mommy worked hard. That was the same energy. She was chastising that man. And then... Somebody actually asked her, what did Brad Pitt smell like? Oh, God. She said, she just said, I didn't smell him. I'm not a dog. Ah, ah. I think I love this woman. I think I love this I woman. Do, yeah. you Go watch her acceptance speech. She's she's a delight. She really I, is a delight.
1: I Googled her name. One of the first articles that came up, Oscar winner Ye, Jun, Ye Jung Yoon Told Brad Pitt to provide more money to Minari. Yes. I told him is. to provide more money to the movie. I also told him to come to Korea. He promised that he will, but I don't really believe the words of Americans. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you,
0: when she says that, let's let's just—I'm going to tell you what she says—that she means white Americans. <laughs> she does. But listen, when she was un- during the filming, she had to use her own money to upgrade her flights to come back and forth in the U.S. and um, Korea. Mm-hmm. That's why she is calling his ass out.
1: Mm-hmm. She said, so. no, I don't admire Hollywood. The reason I keep coming is because if I come to the States and work, maybe I'm able to see my son one more time. That's from the mm. bottom of my heart. Mm. I love this woman. Yes, she is not here for the foolishness.
0: She is not. So I mean, just and she t- and I think she was telling the Korean press like the day after that, they just kept asking me about Brad Pitt.
1: Right. Like she don't give a damn. Right. She's the one that won the Oscar. Not him. She here.
0: made history. She is the first Korean actor to win. What to win for acting. And if I'm not mistaken, I've, I've not seen Minori, but I'm like, this wasn't... I don't think this was an English-speaking role, or at least not all the way.
1: It was it was an American movie made by an American yeah. director. Um, but it
0: was, but for most me, it was mostly in Korean, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you couldn't ask her about any of that?
1: No, because this that, woman doesn't, is a fucking that doesn't center white people.
0: She is a fucking veteran actor. Right. Okay, with a long career. Way before this. But You want to ask her, what did Brad Pitt smell like? Y'all, if this woman had just went across somebody's head, I wouldn't have said shit.
1: No, I would have applauded.
0: She, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until you hurt your hand, you need, you need me to wrap
1: that for you. I'd be like, did I win this Oscar or did he? I am not trying to spend my whole... Um time in in talking to press, talking about f- fucking Brad Pitt, who didn't do shit, who just put his name on the movie,
0: and from what I'm saying that um company his plan B right has a long history of underfunding <laughs> films that make a really good return
1: ask moonlight anyway, um. yeah,
0: so you know Show this woman some respect, please. And speaking of which, congratulations also to Daniel Kaluuya, mm-hmm. who won, you know, best supporting actor and but yeah, best supporting actor, yeah, before, uh Judas and the Black Messiah, yeah. And oh my God, if you are seeing a meme of him just looking really confused, it's because somebody in the press corps, some white lady, I forget who her name was, I don't really care. She is, she started asking him, what was it like to work with Regina King? And then that's why he looked like, wait, what? And then asked her to repeat it. And she started going again, but she started correcting herself.
1: Right. Wow. And then later
0: on tried to say, oh, I wasn't asking him about what it was like, like, that is exactly what you said. What was it like to work with Regina King? And you tried to say that you didn't say that.
1: So basically what, what this white lady did was confuse Daniel Kaluuya, star of Judas and the Black Messiah, with Leslie Odom Jr.,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who was one of the co-stars of One Night in Miami, directed by yeah. Regina King. Yes. Two totally, completely different Black people.
0: Look absolutely nothing
1: alike. Talk different. Daniel's British. Yes. There's there's nothing but ignorance and racism behind confusing the two. They do not look alike.
0: Nothing alike.
1: <sighs> uh, so. They were wearing totally different suits. Anyway, whatever. Whatever I can't exactly mm. <laughs> I mean, mm.
0: just see way to ruin just way to ruin their moments. You ruin both of these actors' moments
1: with your with your the audacity of whiteness. Will just fuck up everything, yeah. And it and it constantly has at the Oscars. I'm never gonna forgive them for what they did to Moonlight.
0: <laughs> Ooh, ugh. Ruining their moments,
1: right? They the only the only reason Barry Jenkins probably went back was because he was nominated for If Beale Street, and that was basically so he could watch Regina King win, because anyway he wasn't yeah. gonna win nothing. Yeah, that's why they did him dirty, and then because he wasn't he wasn't overflowing and just ready to forgive them, or you know, say say he was cool with it he mm-hmm. was actually kind of the way he talks about it in some interviews he was kind of traumatized by it yeah that moment it was embarrassing but they did him dirty and now they want to kind of um uh they
0: want him to blacklist be
1: they want to they 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 didn't give um beale street as much um as many nominations as it deserved, yeah. Like Brian Tyree Henry should have gotten a, a nomination. The, yes. Um, did the, wait, did the score get a nomination? Yeah. Um, no, the score didn't win. Yeah, but but that that guy was already nominated for some other movies too in the same category mm. at, for score, but I think he lost to uh, the Black Panther.
0: Score. Uh, wait, actually, he did do the Black Panther score.
1: No, no. Oh, wait, no, no Nicholas Patel. No, no, Nicholas Patel does all of. No,
0: no Ludwig, what's his face did. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, that's the anyway. That anyway, okay. But anyway, well, no, I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really bad. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying the Oscars did Barry yeah. Jenkins dirty, and then, then when he produces more Oscar nominated Oscar worthy work they they want to shortchange him and not and not nominate him in all the categories that deserve to be nominated. So they didn't um really
0: put that in Best Picture did they?
1: No they did not.
0: And had spaces left for it.
1: Right. They had space left for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom this year, but Yeah Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm actually not done. Because this is, yeah, I, I just, and there is a reason I'm mentioning Anthony Hopkins here. Because, y'all, Anthony Hopkins isn't fucking 83-year-old man, 83-year-old white man, you know. And they would not even give him a Zoom setup so he wouldn't have to travel in case, you know, he won. Now I know no one was expecting him to win. He wasn't expecting to win. Yeah. But his team actually asked for a Zoom setup, you know, just in case.
1: Uh-huh. And they I were think not he just lost his system. father. He he just lost really? his father, so he didn't want to. Wow. He was still mourning. He didn't want to go nowhere. And
0: y'all, this is the type of thing disability activists have been telling us about. Like, as soon as they were going to be, you know, it's going to look like we're going to be, you know, back out in the world and stuff like that, they were going to take away all of the accessibility stuff. Mm-hmm. And there you have an example of a fucking privileged white man who can't even get, you know, set up, you know, you know, for this ceremony and then unexpectedly won. Which actually brings me to my next point is Starts off with the Oscars, but there's a bit more to that now. They were they moved the categories around because it usually ends with Best Picture. They ended the ceremony this year with Best Actor because everybody expected Chadwick Boseman to win. When that didn't happen, they didn't get the type of um, climax that they wanted. Because like somebody pointed out, they were betting on... A Black Widow's Tears, you know, to make some sort of impact on this. Right. And also that whole thing with that NFT of Chadwick Bozeman's image, really gross. They were really, really, really betting on exploiting and profiting off of Black pain and Black death and couldn't even stick that land
1: in. They never do. When it comes to giving black folks what they deserve, they never do. Never. Like we've seen it year after year on this fucking telecast.
0: Which is which makes this even more interesting because the winner for Best Short Film was was it Two Distant Strangers what it's called and one of the people in it was a is a is a black man. His name is Trayvon Free. I've heard of him but
1: Yeah, he's the writer and director.
0: Yeah. That one for the best short story, I mean, best short film, Mm -hmm. but now there are people coming up and they are all non-black people. Well, this was a short, a short film I did, you know, called Groundhog Day for, for a black man in which he relives his death by being shot by a police officer over and over again, but they ripped me off and now they won an Oscar for me. I'm not saying, well, I'm not saying they ripped me off, but I'm like, First of all, you are not black. Right. This is not for you to be It's not
1: your story. It's not your story to tell.
0: So that's why I'm not really worried about, you know, you being potentially ripped off. Because this was not something for you to exploit in the first place. I don't care what your intentions were. So that's that's the thing. I mean, they love us when we're suffering, they love us when we're in pain. Love us when we die and we can be martyred. All right. And, and y'all then still... Yeah.
1: Y'all could have gave Chad, Chadwick some, some awards when he was alive, but y'all didn't want to nominate him for Black Panther.
0: Oops. You know, Black Panther, Get On and, Up,
1: 42. Right. 42? There were a number of times you could have nominated Hell, him while he was still here.
0: The Five Bloods.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, but,
0: and, and, but they failed, Daryl Lindo, on that one too. So
1: they did. You didn't even nominate him. What the fuck are y'all doing? Well, and they they should... really think more more of the people who are voting than they should, because hmm. this is directly a failure of, of the people who voted.
0: Yep, just couldn't even bring yourself to, say say hey
1: to vote for this man. In let, life or death,
0: who will want to get a chance to honor like this again? Right, but no, you had that NFT shit. That is some fucking zombie shit.
1: Yeah, that's that's gross, and it's detrimental to the environment. So,
0: yeah, yeah. So oh, this, is, yeah, I think this is why I'm having like a lot of trouble just getting into shit now just knowing, you know, how much disrespect and how much, you know, it's not done it's not done for us. It's not done with, you know, us in mind. You know. I, I mean, man.
1: If you weren't if you weren't gonna if you weren't gonna give to Chadwick, Stephen Yun is right there.
0: Riz Ahmed was right there too. God I've hear I've heard nothing but good things.
1: I've signed a random.
0: Yeah. I have heard nothing but good things. God. They were both right there.
1: Right fucking there. And God damn, need... they're so fine. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They are. <laughs> they're fine. And they're nice. talented
0: too. And you know damn well if either one of them had won, they would have said something very kind about Chad. They would have said something very kind for him. You know they would have.
1: And they were there. They were probably there at the ceremony.
0: Oh, Riz Ahmed was there with his wife. She, oh, they were so cute together. And
1: and and this is when I found out that Riz Ahmed was married. And yeah, I,
0: <laughs> I was,
1: I was like, huh. oh, <laughs>
0: good for them. But no, they look, they looked great together. They do. And she's actually very accomplished, and you know, in her own right, and has her own shit going. So good on her for them. No, he chose he, I'm 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 gonna say well he lucked out because she she chose him. Let's let's be real. She that's chose right. him so <laughs> that's right. So you lucked out Riz. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but yeah, both of them are so yeah. fine and so married. Yeah. But uh <laughs> so but uh shout out to them. But they were right there.
0: Yeah, they were.
1: And they would have made history and yeah. they would have been there to accept the award and it would have been better for your ratings than what happened but whatever y'all y'all just y'all just love these white people too much y'all i think i think (laughs) they they knew they did they might not have known who Stephen yun or riz ahmed was they may have recognized Chadwick Boseman's name from Black Panther,
0: but oh, this but is they knew they know
1: Anthony Hopkins, yeah, or should I say Sir Anthony Hopkins? He was yeah knighted. So
0: and I also have to say I kind of like you know what I'm I'm also I was rooting for Viola, right? I was rooting for Viola. Somebody, I mean, I out- would
1: rather see her than Francis McDormand yeah. for a third fucking time
0: yeah
1: it's like somebody pointed out how many oscars does she need
0: i don't know i don't know some type of collection i guess but it's like somebody pointed out both viola davis and andra Mm day were both nominated for playing queer women queer Mm. black women Mm -hmm. and when have you ever seen that before
1: Mm. but
0: this i'm sorry this should have been viola's year plus that dress she was wearing lord have mercy was out. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, that cut, that cut pattern at the oh, girl.
1: <laughs> ah, set it out there, in Viola. laid it out. Yes. Um, <laughs> Julie's Julie is lucky man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <whew>. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. That's so the, yeah,
0: that's 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 just the paradox of the award shows. Like they're kind of. They're they're, they're they're kind of meaningless, you know, yeah. in a way. But still, you want to see the people who you know have worked for it, and, and yeah, you want to see them get their things, you and want you to want to see their recognition. Good. Yeah, and you want to see good things happen for them because
1: right. Like Impressive. I'm just I'm just happy. Like who'd have thought Stephen Yoon would come from The Walking Dead to Oscar nominee? You love who'd to have see thought, it. Like,
0: who would have thought LaKeith Stanfield <laughs> would be an Oscar nominee, You're right? And I know everybody has talked about that uh, jumpsuit he wore. Things. I liked it because he did look like a villain.
1: <laughs> well, he was stunning. He looked better than most of the men out there. He did. He did. He was stunning. You couldn't tell him he, shit. No, he
0: was. He was I mean, that was that was a great look and plus also good to kind of see a man not do a tuxedo.
1: It's just good he to did. see somebody try.
0: Yeah, he he just went out, he just did style like fuck it. I'ma just stunt and
1: he, I thought he looked good. That's the thing he about did. Keith Stanfield. He's pretty. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's pretty he was so. he was stunting on all the men. Yep. And some of the women too with that jumpsuit. That's true. That's true.
0: Yeah. That so, shout on out to, See.
1: That's... When men try. When you yes. don't try, you can do things like this.
0: Yeah, shout out Coleman Domingo.
1: Always shout out Ooh. Coleman Domingo. I don't even need to know what he was wearing. I know he was fine. I girl, don't even need to no. know.
0: If you haven't seen it, go look. Cause girl,
1: good lord, good lord, that man black, is fine.
0: God damn, but black men just know how to. They just know how.
1: Of a certain age,
0: yes. Especially, yeah, especially of a certain age. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God. You see it? Mm-hmm. Yes. My God. That yeah. is pink. <laughs> yeah.
0: That is on pink his, on for your on, retinas. On his, on his skin.
1: Yes. And mm. that beard. Good Lord. Yes. Mm. 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 Oh, Lord, let me stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: I'm sorry, but the black, people, black people just didn't disappoint <laughs> on that red carpet. They just did
1: not. They they need us more than we need them. Yeah. Shout out to Regina King. Ooh, Looking oh. lovely. Should have been nominated.
0: And Angela Bassett in that red. Oh, Angela
1: that's another one. Shout yeah. out to Angela Bassett forever and always. She always be looking good, good, she does. good yes. with a T on the end. Woo. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, she should have been nominated. Um, there are a there are several Black women directors that should have been nominated, um, mm-hmm. um, and Chloe Zhao. Stands on their shoulders, <laughs> Ooh, <yeah. laughs> Um, so, you know, even to problematic fave, um even to Renee, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's she. She's been sh- shut out, um, several times as well. So, all right, um,
0: all right. Well, that took a little longer, <laughs> but then again, we just had to you know shout out all of our our, our fashion favorites because they did the damn thing
1: oh lord right click save as. god damn <laughs> he's fine anyway um let's wrap up the show <laughs> <laughs> before you get x-rated up in here um Uh, Black Girl Squee is available uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at Black Girl Squee. Um, Enda is at Enda's Corner on Twitter. I'm at Dust Daughter on all the socials. And you can find us both at Black Girl Squee. Our email is BlackGirlSquee at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, it's a free way to support the show and help us reach more listeners. Um, I'm tired of looking at reviews from five years ago. Please, please rate and review. Uh but only if you like the show, you know. If you don't like it, then you know, keep your mouth <laughs> shut. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's okay. um you can also add us to your favorite podcatcher by using our rss feed and you can find that up at blackgirlsqueed.simplecast.com along with all of our episodes so until next time bye